Just flipping through Twitter uh, during the break, Slee, and, and looking at the Travis Lee community. You should definitely try to join the, uh, or you should join the Travis Lee community, the Travis Lee All Stars. And yep, there's twenty four a- ninety nine a month. Send them to my Venmo. <laughs> sure. <There's laughs> a- yeah, just Venmo Al directly. He'll he'll make sure that he'll you take get care in. of it. There's Please a very spirited so. discussion going on inside our community about the uh, benefits or or drawbacks of a pellet grill. Right, the 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 pellet grill debate versus bricks or versus gas or these other things, and I feel like this is we've done a good job. That this is the place that you can come to have that. They're going at it. Cultivated the fan base. Yes, I feel like these are the the people that I want to have in our community. Yeah, I still can't stop looking at the carne asada. I had to move on. Fries. I had to move on. It looks my screensaver. It's my screensaver. This, you know, what's happening. You're experiencing what Emily and I were talking about yesterday, that I need to have that right now. Like, there's a place not far from here that makes that. I could get it. It's probably not that expensive. I want to go knock that out right now. Now, imagine that feeling all day, every day for the rest of your life. I think that's a great feeling, man. That's that's me. (laughs) Well, you have your buck and a half home. You know every exit, every stop. Yeah, you knew every what each exit has... The positives, the negatives. You know what the worst the gas one is? prices. When you get when like anybody that commutes in Los Angeles knows this stuff, right? It's that one where if you're gonna get gas, you're gonna get something to eat, or, or you need to use the bathroom, or whatever it is. It's that easy on and then that easy back, or easy off and then easy back on again. It's the one that only. It's an exit only that there's no back onto the freeway there. Avoid at all cost unless it's an emergency. Yeah, the gas station is right in the middle. As soon as you get out yep. there, you get out of the gas station. The freeway entrance is right there. Those are the done. Good you ones. get it. Yep, you get it. So, what did you want to? You want to know okay. the Rams win? No, I, I, I want. Em, I'll start with you, and and we'll we'll lay this out. Rams lose on Sunday. What does an L look like for the Rams? That it based off of you guys watching literally every freaking second of Rams football, knowing their strengths, their weaknesses. They lose to the Lions on Sunday. What happened? What what would have to happen? Um, Amon Ross St. Brown gets wide open and the secondary turns into Swiss cheese. So that's one of the main issues of the D7s has been this year is is the deep threat and not being able to stop like long plays. And Lions and are Lions big hitters. Lions can do that. Yep. That Sam Laporta somehow is there um, and can get through into the secondary. And the Rams miss kicks and miss important kicks. Um, so those are the two main things. I, I, I really can't see a world in which their offense isn't clicking and their offense isn't scoring points. I think it's going to be a uh, track meet that the Rams lose. So they don't get stops when they need to, long yeah. plays, and special teams kicking game yes. is a debacle. Those are the two main Anything things. different there? I, I would just kind of change the order. I think the kicker's at the top. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the uh, – the, the, scenario that I would be most worried about. Matthew Stafford is going to be fine. And if he's not, it's not because of anything. It's just, he just, he'll have had a bad day, right? I'm not worried about him. Kyron Williams has been killing it all season long. I think that they're going to be able, Detroit's really good against the run. So I don't think he's going to go for a hundred yards or something like that. Love to be wrong there, but I think they're going to give him the ball 15 or 20 times Mm. just because they need to give him the ball that many times, but you can't coach around a bad kicking game. You can't do it. There, there's, there are just too many scenarios where I don't have a choice. I have to kick this. And they haven't had any success kicking all season long. I think that's the that's the real fear for me. Uh, Jared Goff could go out there and have a great day. All the things that Emma said. Find St. Brown. Laporta, I'm less worried about because, A, I don't think he'll play. Or even if he does, I think he's going to be very limited. I think he's injured, and that's very hard to work around. 
but you can't you can't work around. We missed two extra points today. You can't yep. work yeah. around. We had to kick a thirty-six yard field goal because we didn't have a choice, and we missed it. And these games are going to be three, four point differentials, and there's your three or four points. Okay. Oh. The God Ori. Also, I wanted to add besides the kicking and stuff like that, Kyron also had an issue where he fumbles the ball in a couple of those games. So if he <laughs> if he can't keep, you know, if he can't hold well, on to that ball, don't get in his head. Hey. Yeah. This is like so, the well, partner eating noticed. something, and they're like, "Do you feel queasy?" And then, <laughs> now you feel queasy. Don't yeah, do that. Or Matthew yeah. Stafford, inopportune pick six, which has happened on multiple times this that. year. But again, he will give you so many throws that are great. I, I would be really surprised if he hurt his team more than Jared Gofford. It, it may be neither team hurts the, the neither quarterback hurts their team. But you think it's yeah. more or, likely that Goff hurts the I think squad it's than It's more likely Goff does it twice and Stafford does it once or they both do it zero or Goff does it once and Stafford I don't think it's yeah. going to be like four to nothing one way or the other. I, okay. I, don't, I don't think so. They get the W. What happens? I, I kind of lay out how that, that, that Williams happens. has a day. Okay. First of all, Kyron, and I'm not saying 150. I'm saying he has 85 yards. When the Rams have a running game, they're, I don't want to say impossible to beat, they're very hard to beat. When the Rams have success on the ground, and it's a little counterintuitive. You're controlling clock in the you're playoffs. You're controlling clock. Yep. You're keeping the crowd out of it. You're going on long, sustained Methodical. drives. Mm -hmm. You're able to get Matthew Stafford. Look, if he has time, if, if the Rams get time through a combination of running the ball successfully, and protecting him up front, they're going to win the game. If Matthew Stafford doesn't get sacked or gets sacked once, you know, maybe a second time, the Rams are going to win that game. If he has time, he's going to carve them up. But if he has four or five sacks, it, then good it's, luck. all bets are off. If, if the Rams have 50 yards rushing for the day, all bets are off. The Lions version of Aaron Donald is Aiden Hutchinson. Right. He, and he's going to be, you have to treat Aiden Hutchinson and he's hot. like other teams are treating Aaron Donald. He had a triple and team. And he's hot. Yeah, and he, he's hot. He's had three sacks in his last two games. They're really good against the run. So if you have success, and again, not a massive like statistic, not a counting stat day, but, you feel but the you're impact. committed to it and they have to defend it, Yeah, that's how they win. What do you got, Em? Same thing. Uh, yeah, I think that essentially the same thing, and I think how they win is that they come out really strong. They've come out really strong. They're one of the best first quarter teams in the league. Set the and tone. Here's here's how they win. They're up twenty to three at the end of the half, and they just don't end up fumbling the ball at the end because I feel like that's how most of their like quote unquote dominant wins have happened. Is that they're up by a lot, and then the other team kind of comes back, but they they're able to hold on. it off. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, I think that it would be great if uh, we have Kobe Turner, it's Brian Young, getting the quarterback. I, I don't want to lose the thought because I think that's a great point that this they've gotten leads and then the other teams kind of crept back into it. Yeah. Got a little, think about those teams, though. You're talking about New Orleans, yep. Washington, and the Giants. Mm -hmm. None of those teams are in the playoffs. If you let right. a team that's as good as the Lions kind of start to creep back into it, they right. can beat you. Exactly. Right. You 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 can't let that creep but that's the start fast to get start back that in she's there. talking about that becomes so important. You have a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I also feel like okay, here's another way that the Rams win is uh, Dan Campbell makes a stupid mistake and goes for it when he shouldn't go for it if he has an onside kick or something random. I think that's another. It's way. the ultimate wild card. Exactly. In, in both in both ways, he might win them the game with one of those crazy decisions. He could also cut their own legs off with one of those crazy decisions. And, and God only off. knows. Yeah, but, but we're gonna we're gonna go for it on fourth and seventeen from our own twenty six yard line, and it could be like, well, okay, Aaron Donald's coming game, for you, right? This game could be over, or he could do that and they could convert it and go down and score a touchdown. Like, what no. the hell was that? 
well, I, I, I got the matchup that I wanted, and we went out there, and Jared came in and told me, Coach, I really think we could do it. So we went out there, and I decided that, you know, we're uh, everybody thinks that Detroit is, you know, a bunch of losers, and now we're going to go out there. What, how do you prepare for that? Are there two more different coaches than Dan Campbell and Matt, and not Matthew, uh, Sean McVay going up against each other? Sean McVay is emotional in a very tactical way. Dan Campbell is emotional. Yeah. Right? Without, at least it doesn't feel to me the tactics. Like if I saw Sean McVay crying at a press conference, I would be shocked. Me too. If I saw Dan Campbell, it's every day of the week. So, all right, <laughs> let, me, let me see if this and works. And there's nothing wrong with men crying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I get <laughs> Sean McVay comes into the meeting this morning and gives a rah-rah speech. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to take it to him, and we're not going to back up to it. He gives it a very emotional speech, and then he goes, all right, here's how we're going to do it. Starts writing it up on the board. Dan Campbell comes, we're not letting those guys come in here and do this, and we're not going to let them push us around. We're going to bite kneecaps. And then he walks out of the room and lets the coordinators drop how they're going to do it. Whatever works. Right, but it's just it's a totally different, different You're right. thing. That- and listen, sometimes, I mean, if that's his strength, I'm going to be the rah-rah guy. But then if <laughs> the details of it, I I better make sure it's somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, I hope in his headset, like he says to Jared Goff, well, you know, Jared, we're going to make sure that we... And then he gets on the head, hey, uh, we going to go for this? <laughs> yeah, 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 coach, coach, we're going to go. We're going to go for it. And I think there's also the fact that Overruled. Dan Campbell has played for the Lions when they went 0-16. He's also coached the Lions when they've been, what were they, 1-15? I think so, yeah. So he wants this playoff win more than almost anybody out there. And, and he will do anything he and, can and to do it. possible he changes any of his way. Oh, absolutely impossible that fourth and seven that we looked at that probably cost them that number two seed and could have avoided the uh could have avoided the rams altogether pizza hut impossible pizza hut. <laughs> just let, just letting you guys know <laughs> hey. they're, they're here there so i don't think they can we, hear us let them in we, we made, oh, I'm, I'm, we we made eye contact guys, and, 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 and i saw <laughs> her and we she smiled at me and i said <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I i got you look I'm, I'm letting them in right now click open should be open go ahead give that a shot still is nope. that door out pizza them? Yeah, let's try, let's try it again. Let's try it, it again. again. Go. Go, go, go. 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 Push. Go. Yep. There we go. Yay. I got one more thing out of this. Hey. What, if, what, if, what if what Emily said, uh, how the Rams have been able to, like, I mean, how other teams have been able to, like, come back and almost win the game against the Rams? What if the opposite happens? What if the Lions take the lead? Can the and Rams now it's the Rams in position to have to, to win come it? back? They can. I don't like them in that position. Okay, I, I, I like them much more as a front runner. And it does, look, who wouldn't like to have a two touchdown lead? But even a ten to seven lead, a, a thirteen to ten lead, like just be ahead, control tempo. That I think where they're going to get in trouble is if they have to get one dimensional and they have to throw it a bunch and you have to abandon the running game. Can they? Sure, you got a great quarterback, but. Trying to chase points against a good team is is really really. It's difficult. causing you to be more risky. But the Lions defense is not fantastic either. Um, so I do think against it's more the pass. Like, yes, they're against pretty the good against the run. Exactly. I think that they're more. It's more likely that this game is in the almost like high fifties than it is that this game is going to be in the low twenties in terms I, of points. I think I. Uh, hurt myself i might need a day off tomorrow with too much dan campbell out parentheses dan campbell impression yeah i thought there were a couple times where i'm like he's going back to it you know i thought 
What's his health going to be after I this? I either just caught Emily's uh, disease yep. or I Dan Campbelled myself on the IR. I'm going to say it's much more I'm likely. I'm not contagious. I'm going to think it's much more likely Dan That's my doctor. <laughs> I heard yeah. that once. It's just allergies. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just uh, the not other, just allergies. It just can't be contagious it, at this point. It's uh, the one over not here, contagious. Laura. <laughs> well, maybe you got us yesterday, right? Because you're like you're muscling through it. I respect it, but. That's yesterday. I'm, I'm going to stay over here, just just to be sure. Laura once said, it's allergies that ended up being COVID. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Oh, wait, Trev, here's, and yeah. Alan, here's one more thing that kind of worries me right now. Um, as I'm, you know, consuming a t- bunch of media around the Rams. Locked on um, Rams? <laughs> Locked on Rams, of course, every day. Is there a YouTube component? There is a YouTube oh, right. component. of course. You can watch we have 11,000 subscribers. If you'd there like you to make it 12, go ahead and sign up. It's amazing. But- Everybody's like, okay, the conversation's always, take the um, 49ers and the Ravens off the board. Who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl? Almost everyone's first choice is the Rams mm. right after that. And that worries me a bit. That's the God stuff. That shouldn't worry you. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that no. you're not surprised, but I'm with you, Em. Whenever somebody says, you know who you should look out for? You don't need to look out for You're that. You're scared that another all-star joined the Dodgers. Yes. Very. Yes. Look. There's fate, Slee. Don't tempt the gods. I don't have time they to talk like to you it. anymore. Pizza Pizza's here. here. Yeah, we're going to go. Here. We'll figure we're out what we're going yeah, to do next. No How about talk. Anthony Davis and his future with yeah, the Lakers and a LeBronless future? And what does that look like? That's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. We're about to go eat some pizza. But if you're out and about and you need to get your car squared away, head in your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you and me. So if you're thinking, oh, man, I got to get that taken care of. My check engine light's on, but I don't have time to do it. You do. You have 15 minutes. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in absolutely no time so your car is running at its absolute best. There are over 80 locations around Southern California to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time at all. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, you know what today is, right? Bogo. It's... <laughs> the way you say that. Bogo. It's Pizza Guest Appreciation Day, and you could get free pizza by any large menu priced pizza... And get a large one-topping pizza free. Bogo. Order at pizza.com or the Pizza Hut app. Again, it's Bogo Bogo Pizza at pizza.com or the Pizza Hut app. Head to our Instagram for another chance to win Pizza Hut and tickets to a game. Bogo. No one out pizzas the hut. Which one did you have? I had the everything it was on. It was mushrooms, peppers, onions, sausage, pepperoni, yeah. uh, probably one or two other things that I'm forgetting. It was it was fantastic. I went pineapple, my brother. 
Yeah. Oh, I that that pizza, those pizza toppings, ham yeah. and pineapple, is a very divisive pizza. Very topping. divisive. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I look. It's like uh, should D-Lo start or not? Everybody hallucinates. <laughs> I, it's a hot dog a sandwich. The uh, next the next slice of pizza you put in front of me that I'm like, no, I'm not eating that. That's has blank on it. It doesn't exist in my world. I get it. If you don't like great. whatever, cool. I, I will muscle through it. So and what'd I, you get? I don't typically get in there. Get in there. I don't I don't typically order a pineapple pizza. No. But if I'm somewhere and there's yeah. a pineapple pizza, I'm grabbing a slice 100%. of the pineapple pizza. I'm a little more picky. I kind of have my my lanes. And so I, I'm a traditionalist. I just like straight up pepperoni. Great and choice. I just got a nice little pepperoni. Lots of pepperonis on this. So if you're a pepperoni lover, place to go. So, Me lovers. Oof. You know what's good? Thank you. A, a good combination of toppings. Jalapeno, pineapple, and bacon. Jalapeno, pineapple, and bacon. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It sounds kind of out. It's no, it's okay. It's really good. There's jalapeno, you, very underrated. You know on what pizza. you can drizzle on top of that? It's a little sriracha. Let's mm. go. You Just, almost. You know, you said to start the show. You felt like you pitched nine. Uh huh. Did you do that at all yesterday? Because <laughs> it looked yeah. like you tore. I took the pizza cure. It feels a little better. I don't know what you just did right there with your shoulder. <laughs> I get so excited about the about pizza, sriracha, jalapenos, bacon, bacon. Oh. You're easy to please. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I'm not. I'm not a complicated man. Um, Anthony Davis, terrific last night. Anthony yep. Davis, terrific. This season. Pretty much all season long, right? No, I, this I'm kind of saying it under the radar because I don't want to whammy it because I believe in that stuff. But he's been he's been MVP level good. If the Lakers were a little better, we'd be having a real conversation about whether or not he's going to win the MVP. I, you know the NBA far better than I do. When was the last time a player on a 500-ish team won an MVP? I don't know. I would I imagine know it's probably been a while. Uh, the only thing I think of, and I, I can't remember what their record was, but Russ with the Thunder without KD. Okay. The only thing I, think. I don't. Okay. But I don't remember that, their record. That sounds about right. I don't they were a playoff team. I, I they were a playoff that. team. Yep. Happens in baseball occasionally, where somebody will just put up bananas numbers on a bad team, and no one else Shohei. really stands out. Shohei's a great Shohei. example. That's it. Um, Abdul Jabbar, I think, won it with the the Lakers when they were forty and forty two. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't. I mean, that Kareem played forty years ago, right? So yeah, that was it's, in seventy five. Yeah, there, there you go. So fifty years ago. Um, but yeah, Russ was forty six and thirty five, so they were above five hundred. Yeah, so, no, yeah, that. that's eleven yeah, games over. Give him that. That's eleven games over. That's not so. He's playing at that level. The team's not doing enough to help him make a a, a strong MVP campaign, but he's doing everything he can. Damn. And 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 it's interesting because look. We've been saying this for five years. Eventually, LeBron's not going to be like, well, okay, but it's been five years. you know. I, but I guess that's true. I guess at some point, there will be life without LeBron James. There will be a Laker team without LeBron James. Yeah. And the question has always been, well, if AD's your best guy, what do you have? If you have this version of the best guy, you got a whole hell of a lot. You know, it, it's almost I, – I know we play this way too much and we do it way too often, and it's probably more depressing than anything else – if I'd have told you coming into the season, I'm going to play everything that you and I have been doing, that Braun was only going to miss three games almost halfway to the season, that AD was only going to miss two games halfway through the season, and I was going to tell you, no, no, AD is not just the best player on the team. He's separated. What he does on the defensive side, what he does on the offensive side, and he's a, a, a true legitimate candidate to be an MVP this year. What's mm -hmm. their record? <laughs> that's the depressing part yeah 
is because, and I know where you were going with this, and the only reason why I, I, I went to, to this specific subject is talking about Anthony Davis being an MVP caliber player and looking in the standings in your 10th, your 19 and 19. Damn, that's depressing. But that does go to the point of he is playing that Two good of basketball. Two things can be true at the same time. He is playing right? that good of basketball, and just it happens to be that the Lakers can't win on a consistent they, basis. And he, look, if we're being optimistic, and everybody knows that I love to be optimistic, um, there's plenty of time for them to get hot and win some games and put him in that MVP conversation. Because if the Lakers, through the second half of the season, are 15 games over 500, which just doesn't feel crazy. I mean, maybe it does considering how they've looked in the first yeah, half. But yeah. if all of a sudden the Lakers got hot, I don't think you'd knock me over with a feather surprise. So they were supposed to be, but right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then maybe he can sneak in there. And, and I think it just opens up a world of possibilities moving forward. You want to try to maximize every last second game minute that LeBron's there, but it's coming sooner than later. And okay, when LeBron's off the books and the money that goes along with that is now available to spend other places, when. LeBron's presence is removed from the floor, from the organization. LeBron is just a larger-than-life human being, never mind his basketball, that everything is going to go through him even if he's not the best player. Yeah. That once you can kind of un-LeBron the place from an aura perspective, maybe everything else kind of comes up a little bit. Maybe everything else gets a little bit more manageable, and AD can even go to a, a, a second level or third level or whatever it is, and then you spend that money on other great players. Lakers are always going to have access to great players. Pretty interesting. Well, I, I think the point is, the, the most important point, if you felt like, what the hell is life with LeBron after he's done playing basketball? Yeah. Well, you're watching an Anthony. That you can't be. You can't tell me that before the season started – you feel the same way about Anthony Davis through 38 games. Again, I'm not telling you that he's the best player in the league. What I'm telling you is that he's been available. Seems like he's taking his game to another level. He's doing it every single night. That does give you a little bit of... Braun is, I think, making $100 million over the next two years, but he's got a player option this upcoming year, so we'll see how the numbers work. Yates in the house. Did you not get a chance to hit the pizza yet? Not yet. And, uh, I was too busy trying to find the correct microphone. I understand that it's, it's like Yeah, right now, that's, now yeah, that's a, it's uh, like three-card money on the yeah. street corner. You got, we're going to keep moving the, it around on you. You saw me on the stream strafing back and forth. That's what was going on there. I was taking John and I share a mic for crosstalk. At the same time. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Yeah, John, like, get in here. It's like we are the world, you know? How are you? I'm well, I yeah, was just happy New Year. I haven't seen you since the beginning so of the new year. So I figured out that the way to get around the saying "Happy New Year" too late is you say, "How was your New Year?" That gives oh, you like an. Extent, I don't do that. Extent. I say "Happy New Year." <laughs> it was good. I was in Vegas for five days. Ooh, too long. That's that's about two and a half days, days too many. That's about twice as long. Yeah, as yeah you that's need a long to be time. There. Yeah, I was there to see Bruno Mars. My cousin is in his band. It went fantastically. Spent, you know. What instrument does your cousin play? He plays the saxophone. Okay. Very nice. And we spent the ball drop with the gang, you know what I mean? Uh, And that was cool. Popping bottles with the pop star, you know, on New Year's Eve in Vegas is pretty fun. Sounds fun. So that was- Oh, uh, we know. (laughs) Come on. That was excellent. So now I'm back and, uh, you know, things are well. Did you hear that the Dodgers got Yamamoto? I did, but I also heard (laughs) that you sleep with 9,000 pillows. He's got a lot of pillows, bro. Three considering a fourth. He's got a lot of pillows. Where's the fourth one going to go? I heard the breakdown. I heard all the breakdown. Under my left knee. Wow, a, a knee specific. So you have you need a lefty need, specialist. I, I, okay. I do. I need, need I need a lefty relief specialist. <laughs> I need one of those like little round ones. Like I don't need like a 
big one. I need oh. a smaller round one because when I sleep on my side and then roll to my back, my left knee starts to ache. I need to have it slightly Do bowed. you label the pillows? Because there's so many of them, right? I, does, I, I is there exactly. a pillow that is labeled left knee? It's like I, if, you have no, if you have a bunch of kids, you know, you don't need to label the kids. You just sure. know which goes yeah, where. You, I put you, this you one here. You've got the red yeah. hair. You've got the black hair. So you do I, label them? <laughs> I don't remember the names of these beds that they used to advertise in the 80s on TV for people. Craftmatic adjustable bed. You're a step away. <laughs> Look, if you want to chip in, I'll go I'm, buy one today. I'm just, I'm just saying. They're expensive. Ste- I, I wouldn't know. Buy a couple but G's. You're, they're they're we're, expensive. We're talking about that. Nothing wrong with that. Let's get sales on this. No shame. Get me an old I, man bed. Can you imagine a read? That would be fantastic. As the oldest man in Los Angeles. I would. Well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, hey, look, I if you give me that bit as little bow in the <laughs> in the knee area, let's go. Good let's go. Out. Let's do it. Hot and cold is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. So we were talking about it a second ago. Sleep prize picks, right? It is the most fun you're going to have doing daily fantasy sports because. It's the most easy, right? It is the one that you can just kind of jump into, ready to go. Matthew Stafford, two hundred seventy-two and a half yards. You like more than that or less than that? Jared Goff, two hundred sixty and a half yards. Do you like more of that or less than that? That's Prize Picks. You can win up to twenty-five times your money. With the Prize Picks Sports app, you could be making your picks right up to the fourth quarter. Join the seven million Prize Picks fans. Uh, Prize Picks fans today. You know, I'm switching up players. I'm going to pick a couple different guys in the NBA. Why don't we go Tyler Hero, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. More than or less than 23 and a half points. I'll go more than on that one. I actually like that pick. I'm going to go more than on that one. Let's take another one. Somebody has been rumored around the Lakers, DeJounte Murray. More than or less than 22 and a half points against Philly. I'll go more than on that one. You can make your picks in about 60 seconds. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code as well. Must be present in certain states. Visit pricepicks.com for restrictions. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> All right. So why ZD is hot is because it is the anniversary of The Sopranos. It's the 25th anniversary of when the first episode premiered on Sopranos. And my favorite line in the entire history <laughs> of The Sopranos is this line. So what, no Hey. <laughs> 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 All right, so Travis, you gave me one that went sitting in your head, so I'm going to play this one yeah. on the assist to bring in. On your mother's birthday? It wasn't. It was after midnight. <laughs> and then there's one more from Travis. That's great. That Timeline great. got f***ed up. <laughs> yeah, all right. So um, I think that Sopranos is one of the best things about it is that it's both a um, intense drama, but it has these moments of levity, these moments of fun uh, that is. Did, did you end Infinitely up seeing? Cool. Did you end up seeing any of those clips? You said there was what are they twenty five second clips or something like that? Uh, it has not shown up on my TikTok yet, okay. but TikTok I'm sure it will later. Mini clips. At <laughs> That's time. what she my said. Favorite, yeah. My favorite of all time is I didn't I didn't watch the Sopranos a ton. It was one of those deals where when I got to college, all the guys that lived in my house eventually they all watched it so like it was a perfect college group house show perfect for that because like sunday nights you're, you're shutting it down yada yada and i'll never forget paulie walnuts 
Hey, Tone, you want to go get some food from the Baja Fresh? <laughs> it's and a I great one, too. Baja Fresh, yeah. now, which is not the name. So funny. That's well, great. that's all, all the, the, the ZD one. The, you know, the, 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 the it was after midnight, the yeah. Baja Fresh. <laughs> they never wrote a joke on that show. Right. That's what makes it so funny. Cool. That it was it was funny without jokes. It yeah. was funny making fun of these guys being knuckleheads. It was funny It's how people uh, talk. It's oh! how people talk. It's how a teenager would respond to you doing something dumb and your dad says you did this on your mom's no I didn't. It was after midnight. Like only a dumbass teenager that Very would be their true. response. So it's it's an it's one of the funniest shows in T V history and there wasn't one joke written into a script. Not I think about it nowadays. So, like, um, for me, like, award shows, they get kind of uh, ticky-tacky with what's a comedy, what's a drama. Sopranos could have been labeled as a comedy and have, like, swept that category for decades. Sure. But it's just because award shows are different now. Like, The Bear is as comedic as The Sopranos. But... Uh, I Look rest at my that, case. A little media evolution conversation <laughs> from Professor Hebel right there. All right, so now it's time for What's Cold. And time for What's Cold. Alabama fans. All right. So uh, those who know me and know my lore a little bit is that I used to work on the Paul Feinbaum show. I used to be, I used to screen callers a lot for the Paul Feinbaum show. So I used to talk to these guys for long periods of time, try to get to their point. And so um, there was a quote unquote famous caller to Paul Feinbaum called Larry and Shelby. And Larry and Shelby decided to call in yesterday to the Paul Feinbaum show to talk about how much he did not like the Michigan Wolverines, but actually he would never say Michigan. So I'm going to play this clip really quick. I don't mind them winning, but they always have to do it in a sarcastic manner. Larry. They always have to degrade the other team to make that sounds really like Alabama fans. look better. Larry, repeat after no, me. Don't give Alabama repeat, no credit. Larry, will, game, will you repeat you after me? Michigan. You have to give Alabama no credit. Michigan. Michigan, say that. I'm not going to repeat BS. You tell me to say they they won the <laughs> no, game. No, I want you to repeat these words. Michigan. No, no, Larry, Larry, you're, you're Michigan. Just say Michigan, okay? No, I'm not going. I'm going to say this. Quarterback got his okay. bear. Randy, you be Larry for a second. <laughs> Michigan kicked our. You want to say that team that beat Alabama? Okay. So you will not even say the name Michigan? Nope. Sure won't, brother. How about that? Seems perfectly reasonable. And how about roll down tide? That's a a nice slice of cake from the fine bomb shot. That's what would have happened. You got every layer that you're used to. I wouldn't have said Raptors today if they ended up squeezing that one out. What's so funny, too, and working on that show is a little like inside baseball. It's like there are certain callers that after they do their thing, uh, the producer will get my ear and say, hey, Get the guy our hotline number, and oh, so yeah. they go oh, to the yeah. front of the line. And so oh, yeah. Larry and Shelby you know was very that. few guys that was like he was one of the hotline number guys. And yeah. so I had to preface, and we had to be very prepared for whenever Larry and Shelby came on the air. So to give you a little to to kind of backstop what you're saying, Em, when I was producing Rome, we had a very uh, you know well known cadre of callers, oh, yeah. and getting into that circle was a big deal for them, right? When you would get that number, and you can get Nick's too. Oh, yeah. for sure, oh, that for was sure, a big you part can. Of that show. Yeah, when, when you got in, you're like, oh, okay, I don't have to wait in line anymore, <laughs> or wait in line to get in line. Sure, right? It was just to get a line was very difficult, or to get a vine, I should say, in the in the vernacular of the program. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. But Hot. yeah, the, just. It's very funny that the Alabama fans are so delusional that they can't even say Michigan, and that you know they 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 are just the SEC is uh, shaking in their boots that help, Michigan won. Help me with something here, guys. 
Am I a bad fan? Because I don't feel like that guy feels about that like I feel about anything in my sports life. Or am I no. a more reasonable no. adult? I, like, this is, this this, is, what this we is insane for. to me. This is what we paid for. Is that people who want the niche super my team gets here experience, they get it. If your team's not in it, you don't care. That's what the difference in college football is now versus before. There's different parts of the country where that's just normal. That's just normal. Because they don't that, have professional that, sports that, teams that, that, that they care about. No, passion. I, 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 but even, 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 even professional, even professional, even even fans of professional teams, that's everything to them. I'm a Dodger fan. I can say the word San Francisco Giants. Sure. It, it doesn't. I, I, I'm Apparently, you're not a Dodger I'm not fan. I'm San Francisco. Say, not everybody. In that, that's what I'm saying. Like, does this make me a bad fan that I can no. say the the no. city and the team name? No, no stupid. Unnecessary. <laughs> that seems anyway, like a better explanation. Who's hot? Who's cold? Is brought to you by Next Gen. Next Gen, the official AC, heat, and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. I came in today because I had a very specific question I wanted to ask all of you all. Two different things happened to me on a technological front today that kind of blew my mind. Like, I can understand the concept of doors blowing off of airplanes Maybe driverless cars. I, I get, saw one the other day. I, I, know, I get I certain levels yeah. of technology, yeah. but at this stage of my life, there are these little things that happen where I'm like, oh, that's how that works now? Bro, I drunkenly ordered something off of Instagram the other day, and you know who told me that it was delivered? Instagram, in my IG inbox. And I was like, yep. hold up. I don't need my pic. Like, oh, I ordered it through you. Yeah. I don't need an IG message. TikTok when, will do that too. When it comes, it's weird. TikTok does do that. And Instagram thing, will knock on your door. Another <laughs> thing happened today, and this is the big one. I was recording something at the crib. My phone rings. I send it to voicemail, but I happen to press a button where the screen comes up. Can you tell me, Travis, why? While this person was leaving a voicemail, it was transcribing oh, yeah, it and showing too. it to me on yep. my Oh, I've seen it after time. the fact, but never no, in real I, time. I've seen it in, in real time. time. Oh, that's, cr- that's crazy. You can screen out. it. You can screen it, sure, and then it will happen. Sure, screen it all day, but like, it was telling me what was being said yeah. as they were saying it. It was weird. Okay. I was not familiar with can that Can we go back to the driverless car for a quick second? <laughs> I saw one here, too. LA Live, right before I was getting I on the 110. Right it was a Waymo, right? It was a Waymo right by the movie theater over here. Yeah. Exactly where I saw it, too. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, let's get a little separation between that guy, right? <laughs> so he's the 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 car's in front of me, and it gets to the light, and I'm forgetting the light right before you get on the freeway. Uh, Blaze, the, I believe, something like that, right? So I'm looking, and I'm kind of looking to my left because I'm like, oh, what's this? You know, what's what's, what's the car going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's the car going to do here? You know, the light is red, but there are cars coming. The, the thing's spinning on top of the, the car. car. The thing's spinning. <laughs> I'm like, what's gonna what's gonna approach? What's gonna happen? It was so smooth. Everything was calm, cool, and collective. Made that right turn. Right when it left, I was like, that was that was more responsible than 85% of the drivers that I'm driving with. You're on so the, much on more the, comfortable with this. I, with this I, oh, I am. I, I will take it. it. I will take it. I, I, I will get in one of those. The hackability element, the impredictability of a robot the in situations that are not calculable is a terrifying prospect to me. Prospect to me. I, no, I can't. The guy okay. who played, um, he was on Succession. I can't. He played the older brother that's the run, runs for president. Can't remember. He was driving one of those helpful self-driving cars, trucks, drove it straight into a building because yeah. this dr- self-driving thing drove it into so a building. Saying. People okay. drive you cars into buildings. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, wait. That, that's, no, here, that, here's, that's, yeah. the, that's the cut, right? Here's the. Human beings were going to make far more mistakes than the machine when it comes Perhaps. to. I get it. I get I'm it. I get it. We're either, in the beginning. I get it. We're in the beginning stages. <laughs> right. I understand that we're in the beginning stages. So nobody wants. We want to have 10, 15, 20 years of like, hey, this thing's been going, and we're good. But 
of course, AI and machines are going to make a lot less mistakes than us. I don't know Period. about that. Here's the Period. thing. I, listen, you've seen iRobot. I, as somebody that survived a leg- legitimately death-defying car crash, like, I did something. I didn't know. I was asleep. But, like, I am concerned, legitimately, mm. that in an accident situation, a Waymo vehicle is not going to have, be able to calculate, save the person in your car first. Because that is a natural human instinct that will kick uh, in if you're driving. Yeah. The Waymo might say, okay, I'm trying to minimize So you got to write damage. a few more lines of code. Yeah. What's the big deal? I mean, Why like, are you so just cynic? I am not trying to be in an accident <laughs> Waymo's going to get car. Waymo's going to get in an accident, hey, have three wheels. It's going to have three wheels and still going to its destination. Yeah. It's like, we just need Can to get to the back. Me. You want me to make you all feel better? What's up? Something else is going to get us way before a driverless car. <laughs> the, 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 the earthquake, the, the fire. The, the, we no, are, about that. We are right about that. at the t- end times. We're, yeah, we're just about true. there. So hop in very that true. Waymo and knock yourself out. There, there's a lot of other things Take some calls that are going to get you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what do you think the apocalypse will look like? That's coming up next. On the, tra- <laughs> the dump's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. But right now, it's your time for your chance to play golf with me at one of the most beautiful courses in the world. The Genesis Invitational is coming back to Roar in Los Angeles, which means it's time for the Dream Foursome on Monday, January 22nd at Riviera Country Club. Caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN wins two tickets to the Genesis Invitational. That, of course, is Tigers Tournament at Riv, and you will be qualified to play golf with me in the Dream Foursome. We'll pick the winner next Tuesday. Dream Foursome, thanks to Genesis Invitational. Invitational and 710 ESPN. All right, so most of us in here, if not all of us, I think we were kind of unanimous. We liked the quarterback show on Netflix, yeah. right? Mahomes and Cousins and Mariota and kind of their journeys through an NFL season. And yeah. it was compelling and interesting and it was great. Well, Netflix is going to make the NBA version of this, yep. an NBA documentary series modeled after quarterback. The five players instead of three. Name them here. Yeah, knock it out. Jalen Hood Shafino, Amir Coffey. <laughs> Chet Holmgren. <laughs> no, Chet would be an interesting I, one. I, I would be more likely to watch that than when, what they actually came up with, right, quite ahead. frankly. Uh, LeBron, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, and Damanis Sabonis. Yeah. So, arguably the greatest player of all time uh, and all-stars. That's what they're doing. That's fine. If you're an NBA person, I'm sure that this is something that you'd be excited about. But for me... What made that quarterback show work so much is you had all three levels. You had Megastar, Mahomes. You had kind of good but not a legendary quarterback in Kirk Cousins. And then you had a guy barely hanging on by his fingertips in the league in Mariota. And the complexities of trying to play quarterback are so there, – there are so many. And watching these guys try to prepare how to do that was so fascinating to me. I feel like I know whatever whatever I'm going to know about LeBron, I already know it. And these other guys, it's basketball. Not that it's not hard, okay. but it's not complex like that. So I'm an NBA fan, and I don't know if I will like this. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll even watch it. Now, what I'm hoping for, and this might be what comes out of it, we might get some situations or some clips that go up on Twitter and Instagram, and it's like, wow, did you hear what Anthony Edwards said or sure. did this? We might get some pieces of it. but. They picked players and names. I don't think they picked entertainment. Now, maybe just because the NBA is different, they think the power of a name is enough to go get you to watch this. But if I said they're doing the same thing, and let's cut it down to three players. We don't need five. Let's cut it down I to three. I couldn't agree more. Okay, let's cut it down to three. What if I told you one of the players was Draymond? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Think of it and help me. Okay, help me you're figure off to out, a very good start. Help me figure out. Okay, can I find a player that has maybe been in the league for a long time? Is a little bit of an interesting story. Maybe is on the verge of not making. Like I, I'm trying to think. Is there a storyline where this isn't an all star? This isn't a player that's a multiple champion. Something along those lines. Let's leave that one there. And then let me throw one more player out there, just because I don't think we know that much about him. Wembenyama. Would that change your perspective? I think they just picked names and they didn't pick entertainment. I would be interested in Draymond. I would be interested in Wemby. Both of those you have, yes. So Wemby, yes. yes. Wemby, yeah. yes, because you don't know enough about him. Well, okay, can I be honest? Yeah. I want to see how somebody that's seven foot six lives their life. Okay. I, like, and I, I, adjustment I'm, to America. Absolutely. I was somebody I'm that with you. big, I, how do you get in a car? Like, like I just You cannot hide anywhere you go. Right. People see you and they know, especially when you're in San Antonio. Like, that's a big percent so, so Wemby is fascinating I don't know who the third player is but I think conceptually you know what I'm talking about what yeah. I'm saying is what you want to do in shows like this you want to find people that are not just NBA fans to watch it if I'm sitting next to uh if I'm sitting next to my girl and she's not watching NBA but she just gets attached to well, I know who Draymond Green is because of this situation, that situation, and that becomes part of the storyline. I'm just trying to think of people who'd be entertaining. I, I want to know the stories. I want to know the the difficulty. Like LeBron James has been so famous for so long that I don't feel like there's anything that he's willing to show me that I haven't seen already. Could I tell you who I'd much rather have than Braun? Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, Anthony Davis. Show me maybe behind the but scenes of Anthony Davis. Could he also be, just be really boring? He, he well, could but, be, but, and that's the challenge. You got to find the person that you don't know a ton about, but that's also. But I'm watchable. only using I'm only using AD as an example because I don't feel like I know that much about Anthony Davis. I feel like I know everything about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. If those cameras are going home with Anthony Davis, and I'm seeing there's a family element that I've never seen before, or that I'm not familiar with, LeBron, I'm with you. I've seen it. I don't know what else is going to come out that's new. And maybe it's just because maybe they feel we have to have Braun to make something like this of interest. I, I want to see lesser known people and fewer Ka- of them. What about Kawhi? Kawhi, he doesn't I say th- much. Look, I never think that Anthony you know I mean? Davis like, is boring. But, but, but in your scenario, Jorge, if, I don't know if, anything about him. If you could get him to yeah. open up or you, if he literally, maybe there's nothing there. I don't know. I don't know anything. About, like to your yeah, point, yeah, I don't know yeah. anything about him. But if he said, yeah, you can follow me wherever you want. I'm 100% in because maybe he goes home and lives the most fascinating life that any of us could imagine, or maybe he goes home and stares at the wall. I don't know. Can I tell you? I, I, I don't know. I'd like to find out. The PG podcast that he does, uh, Paul George, I forget who he was on. It might have been Terrence Mann that's on there with him. And one of the questions was, hey, who's the funniest person on the Clippers team? And PG and Terrence Mann look at each other and they're both like, it's Kawhi Leonard. And, every, you, baby? And, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I can't, we can't describe it to you. He just does things and says things that come out of nowhere. There that, are those guys. You know what I'm saying? That it, it's, it's some of that. So I think conceptually, cool. But I think the way they're executing it, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I think. Maybe the, it was even like a coach. Maybe you don't even have coach to have. Coach would be interesting. You, you, international coach, too, like. Sure, the Raptors. like Man, Darko, exactly like Darko, because we might get something <laughs> like this. Twenty-three free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in a fourth quarter. Like how to play the game? I all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible that Scotty 
Barnes, maybe Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league. league. He goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get get uh, to to the rim without flopping and and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you gonna explain it that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight. If that's a, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Tremendous. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. <laughs> well, how about Kawhi with this? Why did the mushroom go to the party? Because he's a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. I love Darko Rajakovic. I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, It's your new favorite player. He's my... I love a real. I love Denny Green's meltdown. I love Mike Ditka's meltdown. Uh, um, uh, who's before Jim Mora? Right. There are some that are just so wonderful. Herm Edwards was great. They're real. They're furious. Yeah. Darko was furious last night, and he had to speak in a language that's not his first language. It was. I, I loved everything about it. He was absolutely great. Uh, it was today, 1982, January 10th, and Vin Scully had another one of his most famous calls, only it wasn't a baseball game. Montana, looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. I guess if you just do 80 billion events, you're going to run into some really great moments. But how is Vince Scully on so know. many great calls? That's the call, Dwight, uh, the catch, I should say. Dwight Clark uh, against the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game sent the Niners to the Super Bowl for the first time in team history. And, of course, Vince Scully was on the call. We were talking about this before the show started. It's like, really? This, it's just he's on iconic calls after iconic calls. Why, why even do it in just baseball? Just throwing a couple NFL games Man, in there. Why not? Golf, too. He called the Masters for a million years. Yeah, he's been on a bunch of them. Uh, also today... Jim Nance, you know? Like, Jim Nance does everything now, but, like, I know he's not the same as Jim Nance. You got right, it. In terms of... N- Level. I think Nance is great. I know that's probably unpopular because he's on everything, but N- Nance, when he's there, you know it's a big deal. And and he never really screws it up. I think Nance is great. Got to ask John the uh, the question. All on right, the time NBA out. We're going to see if this mic works. How, uh, hey. we're good. Yeah, we're good. Somebody go. fixed something around here? That's a first. They fixed that. Yeah. They we don't need that. mics to work in a radio studio. What were you going to say, Slee? Ask, ask John if he's going to be watching this the version, The NBA Netflix version. Uh, basketball version of quarterback. They're going to do an NBA version of it with LeBron, Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Sabonis, and I'm forgetting, Butler. And Jimmy Butler. All in. You're in. Yep, 100%. Yeah. I, loved, uh, I loved the golf one. I loved the quarterback one. Um, I, think the, I think all those shows are great. Do you like the F1 one? I didn't watch it. Okay. I'm not an F1 guy. Yeah. But I hear that's drive to survive. That was the, I hear fir- it's that like was the first one. That was yeah. the one that kind of that they discovered the format for it all. It was we, great. We were talking about more maybe entertaining players. Like we we said, Draymond. Obviously, that's one that would be entertaining player. Is there any other player out there that maybe you don't know enough about that you'd say that'd be cool for a show like that? Because I want to know more about that person. Joel Embiid. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Joel Embiid doesn't drink, but goes out 
to bars in Philadelphia wearing his uniform. It's the all-time wearing flex. Wearing his own uniform. <laughs> it's the, uh, the he walks, seven he feet. walks into a bar seven feet tall in an Embiid jersey and drinks uh, Diet Coke. It's the ultimate flex. It's going yes, out in your I own jersey. I am Joel it's, it's tremendous. Uh, also today in 1989, Los Angeles Kings center Wayne Gretzky became the NHL's all-time leading scorer in combined regular season and playoff points and I don't know if he ever gets – he's the great one, the greatest who ever played in his sport, but he might be more separated than the next closest guy than in any other sport. So I heard a great Wayne Gretzky story once. So Wayne, you know, he's he's legitimate. He's a phenom. Like if you go back and look early in his career, he would have 100 points and then the next closest guy would have 50. Yeah. And then Jeez. be like 49, 48. That way he was twice as good as anybody else in the league. So Sports Illustrated named him Sportsman of the Year one year, and they wrote this deep dive on Gretzky. And they talked about, I can't remember who it was, but they talked about how he was in Edmonton. It may have been Grant Fuhr, but I don't think so. It's like he was with a goalie in Edmonton that when they started winning Stanley Cups and then the goalie left to go to another team, but the goalie knew all of Wayne's tricks. Okay. So one of the things this goalie did was he would cut a groove in the ice with his skate right next to the post that was a little bit smaller than the width of the puck. So he so okay. he knew if he cut put his skate in that groove, the puck would not fit. It would it would get stuck between his skate. So he, he had that thing covered. So Gretzky comes down the ice. He knows Gretzky loved to go just inside the post. So he puts his whole body up against the post. He puts his skate in the groove and Gretzky shoots. And he, he knows he doesn't have to stop it with a stick because he knows he's got his foot there, and the puck goes in the net. And he, he, he starts looking down at his, did he measure wrong? And he like was using a ruler, and he knew he did it right. <laughs> and he'd been doing this trick for like five years, and it never failed him. So after the game was over, he walks over to the other locker room, because they're friends, and he goes, he, t- he tells that whole story I just told you to Gretzky, and Wayne kind of uh, smirks at him, and he goes, uh, he goes, what? Do you have any explanation how that puck went in the net? Gretzky goes, I do. He goes, what? He goes, I know you do that, and I put it in on its side. He goes, I've been working on it for a year. Oh, he rolled. So instead of coming in this so way, it comes so in this way. Instead of a flat puck sliding across the ice, he figured out a way to Are make it me? vertical and put it in on its side. I that's mean, that's story. next level. That is that's precision. incredible. That is next level. Because I've been working on it for a year. Yeah. One's playing checkers. One's playing checkers. The other guy yeah. is a rocket scientist. Yeah. That's yeah. not even doing chess. That's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's also <laughs> awesome. Super cross talk. Let's do it right now. You guys talk for a second. I'm Googling things. Okay. Yeah, Google away. Google away. All right. Um, Am I not? I'm going to throw a theory out to you guys okay. because we all know Pete Carroll. And if you're just yes. joining us, Pete Carroll got let go by the Seahawks today. Now, did they he get made let up, go or they did made he up some. Yeah, no, with the organization. They, he, got, he got fired. And with he will not. Here, let me make my first prediction. He will not stay with the Oregon. Pete Carroll is no. not a sit around and let other people what do things. That's what, what I said. All right. But I know he's 70. 72. Yeah. Is he 72? He's the oldest. Yeah. Okay. Belichick is 71. Yeah. He's 72. Wow. Okay, so he's the oldest coach in the league, but he's the youngest 72 I've ever no seen. No question. Yep. If I'm the Chargers, I hire him today. Today. Think about it. They're competing. Instant credibility. For, they're competing for clicks 
Yep. In Los Angeles, they have no traction. The Chargers have no fans. The people in San Diego, Slee, you, you hate them because they exist. moved. The mm-hmm. people in L.A. are either Rams or Raider fans. And Pete is beloved in Los Angeles. And not only is he beloved, Mace, remember all the stuff he did with a better L.A., cleaned up the oh, games. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, you know, like, I'm friends with a lot of people that work in the PR department over there. You wait and see how many reporters show up to practice if Pete Carroll is your coach. I, I said mm. virtually the same thing. My my first choice would be Vrabel, but Pete Carroll right behind him because I'd of give Pete every- a three year deal because of his age and tell him come run the keys. Here are the keys. keys. Yeah, and and let's do it. And and by the way, we'd be having Pete like of Ma- course Ma- you would. Pete Ma- Mason hasn't had a Charger guest on in five years. No, that's because if- you have conspired against me <laughs> with with good reason. Well, I mean, I'm not a Chargers fan. Correct. Right. Which you say and there aren't that many and a lot. But I'm a big Pete there. fan. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. my point. Pete Carroll's on every Pete talk tran- show. Pete transcends the team that he's coached. Pete's great on the radio, great on television, great credibility. Instantly, and his connection to LA. He's instantly the face of the franchise. Yep. Right. Instantly. And he'd be, you know, their defense has been the, the problem. I mean, offensively, they're actually pretty good. They got Kellen Moore running the offense. Pete comes in, takes over the defense. I do it today. I do, I do not let him go to another team. Let's say, and not that the Chargers are going to have this wealth of, of possibilities, Harbaugh or Carroll. Well, yeah, if, if, if Harbaugh wants to come, you take Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah, take yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Yeah. Of, he's the best option. Harbaugh's going Raiders or Chargers. Yeah, I feels I, like it. I have a weird feeling Harbaugh's going to the Raiders. I I, I think, do too. I think I have a hunch it's the Raiders. It looks he right. Hired, he hired Don Yee, uh-huh. who is Tom Brady's agent. Brady, who's a Michigan guy, um, and Brady also owns. I think it's five percent of the Raiders. Something now. like that. And I think it's all set up. Um, Harbaugh is perfect because everyone hates him and everyone hates the Raiders. And so he, he fits the... If right. we're, we're casting a movie, isn't he right. perfect? No, he's an outlaw. Uh, and it's a team that the brand is really outlaw. So well, I think it makes a lot of sense from that perspective. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Not much. What's the better job? The Chargers. The Chargers is, because of Herbert. The Chargers, the Chargers okay. is the Justin best Herbert, open yeah. job because of the quarterback. Let, let me let yeah. me let me make the case that. Well, and they have a bunch of other good players too. They so. do. But, but think about Although this too. Although there's sixty million over the cap. And but some but, of those guys but they're gonna go. they're gonna cut bait on Derwin James. They're gonna cut bait on Khalil Mack. I think they keep. Bosa. They are where the Rams were after last. Except season, where they're they not. And the Rams fixed it in three months. Except they're not the Rams. But when I say that, what's the better job? We don't have to look at it of just this upcoming season. So let me just use as an example here. If the Raiders are good, that's a brand. That's a real, real brand. Sure. If Harbaugh comes to goes to Vegas and he turns around the Raiders, if Harbaugh comes to L.A. and turns around the Chargers, okay, I'm not telling you that there's not going to be more interest in the Chargers than there is today, and Harbaugh is a fantastic name. If Harbaugh turns around the Raiders, that's one of the elite brands out there that has been down for so long. I, I don't know. When we say what's the better job, I, I know – Justin Herbert is the quarterback Both. for the Chargers, but turning around me, the Raiders. Let me, let me change the the terms of the question. What what team gives you a better chance to win? Short term, the Chargers for yeah, sure. I think wherever he goes, he's going to find a way to win because look at his track right, record. The hardest thing everywhere. to do in the NFL is to find a great quarterback, and the Chargers have already one. have one. Here's That's the, why it's and the, the Raiders job. do not. What, Raiders does do it not. come down to this? You can talk about quarterbacks. Incredibly important. Both the Raiders and the Chargers have ownership that is 
at best mediocre and probably Below not mediocre. Spanos yeah. is the worst. Okay. Spanos is the worst. And Mark, Dave, he's going to be paying four coaches by the time this thing is done. Right, but They're one, going through him in a hurry. One thing I hear about is that the Spanos's. I'm so you probably don't know what this means, but I hear the Spanos's micromanage. Mark Davis doesn't. No. Mark Davis just sits in his suite and drinks. White jumpsuit you know? and a he-man when you have haircut. More than one Spanos. Is it the Spani? Spani. It is Spani. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. It's like I cactus. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky was traded to Los Angeles August 9th, 1988. 88. 88. Yeah, so, so I was I was still in Texas. So you were still oh, in Texas? I was not here. Okay, yeah. So, why, I don't know why. I just feel like I've been here forever. Maybe it's well, like a no, record no, no. breaker I know or why you think I know why you think you were here for Gretzky, because you and Rick, Rick Schwartz, yes. jumped on the bandwagon very yes, early. Yes, That mm. was when you were doing too much show, yep. and you guys kind of became the Kings show before anybody mm. else did, and the Kings played into it. Yeah, the Kings um, loved it. The You guys were at every game. Yeah. And uh, and so and I think that's what you're remembering. Is I, that, I, I the know. first year the 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 Kings ever went to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. when Gretzky took him. Because like we were there that year. You guys, that you guys got in on the ground. The year that McSorley had the, the curve stick. The curve stick. Ninety three. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's what you're. We were there. That's yeah. what you're thinking. So of. that's when we were doing it. At, can you guys remember? I, I don't. For me, it was this when he came here. There was I can't remember another instant where somebody just showed up and made something that was completely non-mainstream the thing you had to be a part kind of, of to, messy to your point kind of messy messy the soccer player yeah here yeah no no here no, are you talking about in los no, angeles yeah. you're he talking was, about in yeah. america well, no no here oh, in la okay. or All even right. in messi had a moment for sure where when he comes to miami everybody wanted to see him but it didn't become like okay that's a team that has an identity in town for people that didn't even know they were there before the kings have always had fans but it went from I, I want to go to see a Wayne Gretzky it beca- play. It became the place to be. Yes. Yeah. It. Uh, he was probably first. I mean, you could say the Lakers from 73 until Magic got here in 79 weren't selling out. They had Kareem, who was kind of grumpy, didn't do a lot of, you know, welcome. Then they get Magic, and the thing takes Changes. off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. But the Lakers were already established. Yeah. The yeah. Kings, they had that one team with Marcel Dion and Dave Taylor. The miracle on Manchester. Summer. I was there. No, you weren't. I swear to God. Really? So, really? And, and listen to this. My college roommate. This is great. I'm so excited. Okay, shout out to my college roommate, Dave Habis, who's up in San Francisco. He says to me, I've never been to a hockey game. I go, the Kings are in the playoffs. Let's go, because if you don't go now, they're not going to play again for six months. Let's just go bum tickets. So we go and buy tickets from a scalper, and we're in the top deck. And the Oilers go up five to nothing. And everybody below leaves, so we just keep moving down. And by with 10 minutes to go in the game, it's still five to nothing. We're in the fourth row. Jamie Farr from Toledo. The Jamie Farr. Is Radar? No, is, he wasn't Radar. No, no, what was he? Clinger. Clinger. Yeah. Is sitting in the seat in front of me. And my roommate's next to me. And it's and, and we got these great seats. And the game is a blowout. But 10 minutes left, it's 5-1. to one. Kings score a goal. And a few minutes later, it's 5-2. to two. Gets inside like five minutes, and they score again. So it's 5-3, to three, and we're thinking... Well, this is kind of cool. We get to see a lot of goals. We're in the yeah. fourth row. We didn't pay anything. <laughs> With 20 seconds left, the Kings have pulled the goalie, and they score. And it's like five to four. <laughs> and we're like, well, there's only 20 seconds left. Five seconds left, they score again. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's five to five. We're going overtime. And we're on the side where Daryl Evans hits that shot, and it goes in the back of the net. And, and people are coming in. 
in from the parking lot. Trying to you know, like back. they left yep. and they're coming back in. And my, I look over and Dave, my roommate, is hugging Jamie Farr, <laughs> who he's never met. He goes, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. it, it was, I, there's a million people that'll tell you they were there. Yeah. I actually was. Yeah, by, was the, by the way, the great thing about Jamie Farr is uh, because he comes from Toledo, I only have the second biggest nose. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I didn't know Jamie Farr was from Toledo, yeah, he but is. the second you started the sentence, I'm like, this ends with a nose it does. It does. You know, we talked about the Toledo Mud Hens on Mash, where I used oh, to work. Yeah. He okay. talks about this place called Tony Paco's Pickles and Peppers. He has them shipped in. We used to go there. It's a Hungarian restaurant. It was great. So he really put Toledo on the map. Uh, Mash. So how many back, people were? How many people when, were there? Uh, Get out of the way well, if he blows it, his nose. It was, close to sold, it was close to sold out in the beginning, but with 10 minutes left, it was half empty. Everybody had gone home. That's so cool. And and they just kept scoring, and then they they you know pulled off the comeback. But what's, what's interesting about what you said, Trav, about how the Kings kind of became the place to be, sure. part of that was that Bruce McNall... The owner was almost too good to be true. Yeah. He, Turns he, out he, he was. was correct. Yeah. <laughs> correct. He was an emperor with no clothes. Right. But he had a lot of rare coins, John. Yeah. Yes. But he <laughs> was he would Allegedly. talk to anybody. He used to go on your show, Mace, like whenever he'd answer his own phone. Yeah, no, you'd call <laughs> Bruce McDonald's. He'd talk. I used to book him to come on with Rome. Yeah. And we used to call he him. A, he was a well, great guy. He was way, a great guest. Rome, by the way, this, Trev, you were there when this happened. I'm convinced that Wayne Gretzky's relationship with Jim Rome put Rome on the map. It was a big part of it. Because for whatever reason, Wayne was a listener to the yes. jungle and would come on whenever Jim asked him. Yes. And Jim played it just right. He didn't use him too much. You guys brought him on more than anyone else. And Wayne wasn't doing a lot of media back then. I believe it was the Western Conference Finals when they were playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right. And Gretzky either had a hat trick, a couple of goals, or something yeah, in like that. Game seven, he locked in game it up. Game seven, and he's doing his post game interview. I think it was with Fred Rogan. Yeah, and, and he mentioned Rome, and he said something like, "Well, I had that jungle karma thanks to my friend Jim Rome." And he said it immediately after the game, and it was like, and I was not working there oh, at the time, yeah. but I remember seeing it going, "Oh my gosh!" That's I think time. that's how I might have gotten introduced to the show. Right. So my first assignment at KCAL. Uh, when I get there in like 1995, King's Media Day. And uh, they say, okay, be there at 10 o'clock. The players will be on the ice at 10.30. So I get there at like 9 o'clock. It's me and Jim Hill. Jim's early to everything. <laughs> and uh, and so we get the camera all set up, and the players start to take the ice. And we're all set up in like a row, so they can just kind of go down yep. like, like, like an award show. Sure. And Kretzky skates right up to me takes off his gloves, sticks out his hand and goes, hi, I'm Wayne. And I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he was... Was that Wayne? Yeah. He, he was like... The, Wayne. Of, he was like one of the world's most What's humble superstars. Name, Wayne? Did you hear? Did you hear the story he told recently about how he was, uh, he was someplace um, and some guy tried to tell him that he was... He was just screwing around. Wayne was like yeah. at a at a remote, like at a broadcast where he, was, where he was broadcasting from, and he came up and he picked up a stick and he was just goofing around and some guy walks up to him and goes, 
you know you're holding that stick wrong. Uh, <laughs> Wayne goes, oh, really? Really? Well, yeah, <laughs> this was recently, right? Yeah, this is he this was like year. at a carnival or something. Right, and guys, you're holding the stick wrong. So guys- I, with him, too, I remember when they used to do the shark shootout up at uh, Sherwood. Sherwood? Yeah, he lived up there. And, and he lived up there, and this was when uh, his daughter Paulina I was first started dating Dustin Johnson or whatever. Right. There's early on in their relationship. Yeah, now they're like, they have two kids. Right, mm-hmm. and so I'm watching the golf. I'm walking along, and here comes DJ's group, and- um, this person kind of sidles up next to me and asked me a question about has uh, Dennis Johnson's group come through Dustin yet? Johnson's Dust, excuse me, Dustin Johnson's group come through yet? And I said, no, I think they're next. And he goes, okay, cool. And I, I just kind of did one of these. And I look again at... <laughs> Dwayne Gretzky, mm. and and because he's not LeBron James, right? Like, right. He's not six foot ten. Right. He's a regular size Blend, guy. Blends right he's Got in. a golf hat pulled down mm. low, and he's like, Is they come through yet?" And I looked at it. And it's like, "Oh my god, that's the greatest hockey player in the history of the world, six inches from me." Okay, I know we're I know we're running over, but I got one quick story like that that it, that I love to tell. So I used to work with this guy named Seth Shore. He was our uh, financial guy at KCAL KCBS. Great guy, huge soccer fan. So one year he goes to the Women's World Cup in South Korea. Okay, he's like in Seoul someplace. By the way, I would like to point out, I've never heard this story. Oh, I think you, okay. I think you have. Uh, but maybe I'll get it at the party. Okay. But. but so he's, and, and he, he, he just went over there to watch the World Cup. So he gets over there and he checks into his hotel and he picks up his brochure and says, there's this free shuttle that'll take you to all the stadiums. So you don't have to worry about, you know, getting a taxi or taking a bus or anything. It's the World Cup shuttle. So he says, oh, there's a stop like a block from here and I can it'll take me to the stadium, which is like 45 minutes away. So he goes and he's sitting on the bench and he looks to his right waiting for the shuttle. And it's Phil Anschutz, like one of the richest men in the world. (laughs) And uh, he looks over at him and he goes, Mr. Anschutz? He goes, yeah. He goes, you're waiting for the shuttle? <laughs> he goes, isn't it great? It takes you anywhere to any of these stadiums, any place. And I've told that story to my friends who work at AEG, and they say, that's Phil. He, you would never know that he's a rich guy. Like, again, you, Mace, you tell a story all the time about how Warren Buffett talks about how he never buys new shoes. He gets his old shoes, shoes resold, he keeps cars the till they house. have 120,000 miles <laughs> buys on Buys late model used cars, Warren <laughs> and Buffett. And apparently, Phil Anschutz is like a normal guy who happens to be worth $50 billion. Everybody would know I'd be a rich guy. That's all I'm saying. I'm, you, I, Trav, I would not you sneak, I, I would not sneak up on anybody. We're not sitting on the bench. <laughs> Damn right. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about.